I want you to get up now. I want all of you to get up out of your chairs. I want you to get up right now and go to the window, open it, and stick your head out and yell, I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore! Hello, 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 and welcome back to your favorite show with a couple of your favorite pretty boys. I'm Dean. And I am Jay. And I'm your primary caucus. I'm going to put my primary caucus in your delegate. (laughs) (laughs) All right. It's Super Tuesday. Yes. So we said we were going to do like this big special, and I kind of hyped it up in the last show, but then like... Everything fell apart. I didn't do anything. <laughs> Here's the thing. I didn't prepare for this. Well, we, we tried um, to get... Uh, we tried to get Vermin Supreme yeah. on the show. Um, we couldn't make it happen. We're still going to try. Yes. Um, because he's awesome, and I just kind of want him on the show. Uh, if we, we do get him on the show, we both have to get boots. On our head? Yeah. Well, if we get him in person. No, no. We still have to get boots and wear it on our head and tell so, him that we're wearing boots on our head. Maybe he'll respect us more. Yeah. Can we get ponies? Can we dress up like bronies? Can I be rainbow bright? No. God, dude. I'm already rainbow bright. Okay. Um, so it's Super Tuesday. A lot of stuff's happening. Um, I'm the dark pony. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah. Yeah. So, Jay, did you vote today? <laughs> um, no. No? How come? It's not my party. I voted today. Did you? Yeah. That's good. Um, Who'd you vote for? I voted for Liz Warren. Now let me explain why. (laughs) That reminds me. um, Last night. I'm sorry. I was drinking a beer. I was sitting here just drinking a beer. I thought you threw up. Yeah, listen. So I was drinking a beer. I like your shirt, by the way. Can you fucking shut up? I love you, man. So I'm sitting here and I'm drinking a beer and I choked on it, dude. And it came out of my fucking nose. Like oh. my whole head filled up with foam. And I went, Jesus and Christ. I, I literally, dude, it was like fucking bear foam dripping out of my nose. And like I it you ever have that happen? Like you ever like been in a pool and like the water just like shoots into your fucking brain? Yeah. It's like that feeling, but like I hate not, that. but it's like expanding because it's bear foam. Oh. oh, dude, it was so uncomfortable. Oh, and I was in here alone. <laughs> Gina was asleep, and I'm just going. <laughs> Jesus Christ! You could have choked to death. Well, no, not to death. I mean, it's just liquid. It's gonna eventually like. It would have drowned. Yeah, imagine they find me dead with fucking bear foam coming out of my he nose. Drowned in his own beer. Um, no. So I voted Liz Warren. Um, mainly because. <coughs> can you? What is with you? I'm sorry. Every time I start talking. I'm sorry. Do you need a minute? God. Fucking guy. Um, so I voted for Liz Warren because I'm not ready for Bernie Sanders yet. Um, Who is? I'm not there yet. And uh, Klobuchar was my horse, I guess. Yeah. And she dropped out. Um, so didn't Buttigieg. Buttigieg. Uh, and honestly, like Joe Biden needs to convince me that he's not senile. <laughs> So I'm going to need more time with him, too. Um, so really, and Michael Bloomberg's a fucking clown. He's a fucking... Dude, can we talk about... I, I keep getting... He's an idiot, So dude. actually, you know Ellen, my neighbor. Yeah. 
her and I got into it today because she likes Bloomberg. And I said to her, like, what do you like about Bloomberg? And here's the thing about Bloomberg. He's great at attacking Trump. He's excellent at it. His ads are great. They're funny. They hit him where it hurts. I'm sure Donald Trump reads that and he, you know, he doesn't get hit. I don't, I don't he doesn't like hearing that he's not a billionaire, yada, yada, yada. I mean, Bloomberg knows how to get under his skin. Great. Good for Bloomberg. I don't want to press. I'm not going to elect somebody because he's good at making fun of the current president. No, that's stupid. And like, and then Ellen was like, oh, well, he's never been a good debater. It's like, all right, well, all right. So let me get this straight. He's using his ads to attack the president and he can't articulate himself. So you can't articulate his platform. I have no idea what he is stand. I know I know gun control. Gun control is right one of them, yeah. And I I think I think the other one now that he talks about is uh, healthcare. He is on the healthcare thing, but he's not a Medicare for all guy. No. But what do you know? What is I really don't know. He confuses he, the shit out of me. And like, actually, in and then like the whole Democratic field, man. And I know you don't like talking about politics, but you know this is a chance for you to. Make fun of my party. I, so yeah, but here's the thing: I'm not gonna do that. Well, I'm I'm to be truthfully honest with you. Yeah, I'm disgusted. Well, here's the thing about the Democrats: we had, for four years, right? It's been nothing but bitching and uh, worry and concern and impeaching and yelling and screaming and all this like rhetoric about like you know we gotta win, we gotta move, you know we gotta knock this guy right. out, and then here we are. But it, but here's the thing. All of that forgot about why they were there and forgot about the people. That's the way yeah. I feel. I, I used to be a, a, an independent. So I vote. I voted Democrat. I voted Republican. Mm-hmm. I used to vote for who I thought was the best candidate that would help the American people and help our country. Well, I hope you'd still do that. I still do that. No, I, step, I definitely do that. I vote. I mean, I voted Republican in the past. I mean, I'm not. I'm not. I'm a blue dog Democrat. I don't know yeah. if I ever said this on the show, but I'm. No, I, I've, you've you've said that to me before. You know what it is? Yeah. So it's it's usually a term meant for Southern Democrats, but I'm fiscally conservative. I think my foreign policy aligns more with an independent. Yeah. I'm, I'm definitely like anti-police, America police, like world police. Um, you know, I guess my, my foreign policy ideology lines up most closely with like a Tulsi Gabbard. I like Tulsi, man. Um, I'm bummed and I'm, but I'm a very social, she's the only one that really made sense in the whole goddamn party. Yeah. Like I'm a very social liberal and I think you are too, to a large extent. Um, social conservative liberal. Well, what I mean by social (laughs) liberal, I mean like when it comes to like lifestyle, no social liberal. So when it comes to social policy, oh. you're pretty liberal in my experience with you. A little bit, yeah. When it comes to like LGBT rights and mm-hmm. abortion and yeah. and like you know, like gay marriage and things like like you've always been fairly liberal yeah, in the same way. Um because I said it before on the podcast, I said, you know, I give a fuck. You can marry a fucking tree. I don't give a fuck, you know yeah. what I mean? Like I mean, you know, I really just, I'm I'm a humanist yeah. and I believe that you know, you you can do whatever makes you happy. Yeah. And that's that. Um, I don't think the government should legislate things like that. I don't think so either. And, and just like we talked on the show about abortion, I don't think that the government should have any fucking, yeah. any control over a woman's body or what their decisions are. I'm sorry. I just think that's wrong. Well, so in that sense, actually, you know, it's funny real quick on that topic. Um, I'm pro-choice as we've discussed. Um, although, do you know Ben Shapiro is? Yeah. He, he actually made a very, very compelling argument for pro-life. 
And it was the only, it was the first time I was watching a clip on. I was going to say, you don't really listen to him. Well, I saw someone posted something and it piqued my interest because I do respect him. He's a smart guy. He's very articulate. Yeah. Um, He's always, he always stays calm, which I I like. And like, I don't agree with them in a lot of places, but you know, I, I, I respect that. Like he engages and he has conversations with people. Well, I think he does a lot of like what we do. I think he listens and he investigates. I don't think he just sides with one thing or another. He, I think he actually, I, I think he does. I, I've listened to him too. And I think that he, there's some things that I like that he says. And there are a lot of things that I think that, you know, it's like, okay, dude, I don't agree with that. But he allows you to think that way. Yeah. So he was doing a forum at a college. And I, I forgive me. I don't remember what college it was. It was just a clip that I watched. It was like an eight-minute long clip. And the, the girl stood up, and she was a college student. And she made the argument that everyone makes about what about rape victims? What about women who are sick, who need abortions? And Ben Shapiro, you know, I'm not going to go through his entire response, but really – at the the, ju- the the crux of it was, I'm not the one unwilling to compromise. He's like, you're giving me an extreme example, and you're saying that I need to form an opinion about everybody based on your 1% example. Mm-hmm. He's like, let's have a conversation about the other 99%, and then you accept that the other 99%, it, where it's not where abortion is not warranted, it's wrong, and then we can talk about compromise. He's like, you're, we're not the, like, pro-life people, or at least Ben Shapiro, aren't the ones who aren't compromising. It's the other side, where they're like, people get raped, therefore, abortion should be legal. That's a weak argument, because it's, a, it's a given an extreme example, and it's applying it to the entire population, right? 92.5% of all abortions are due to financial reasons, or being too young, being too or young, not yeah. wanting the baby, or just like lifestyle reasons, quality of life. Well, reasons. I think I think I think that particular question, and granted, you know, anybody who rapes anybody anyway is just fucking evil. Well, of disgusting. course, I think, but I think but, what he was saying too is like, of course, there's yeah. exceptions. But I but I think they use that as a tool. They weaponize it. It's a weapon. They use that to to weaponize. To get people to say, "Oh, you're absolutely fucking right." So yeah, you guys should make you know abortion legal and fucking. Well, it's confirmation bias, right? It's, <clears throat> it's a false equivalency where you're saying this very small group of people exist, and it would be unjust to deny them abortions. Therefore, all abortions should be legal. That's right. a false equivalency. And and but I see that goes the the whole weaponizing in politics anyway today has gotten worse than it ever has because well yeah. I think people actually look at it and they don't really know that, that they're using political weapons to get certain things done. Well, and I, I really don't. I don't I don't think the majority of people, I'm not saying people are stupid. I just don't think they realize that. I just think they hear something and they go with it. And well, well so much of politics in twenty twenty are ad hominem attacks. Yeah. You know what ad hominem yeah. attacks are. Bloomberg. It's all ad hominem. Trump. Like him crouching down at the podium and insulting Bloomberg's height. I just thought that was funny. But it's an ad hominem attack. Do you understand? It's like it's not adre- It's not attacking well, political right, differences. Right, but, it's, but, it's attacking the individual. Which all right, is, but, but wait. So let, just to clear the air on that one, I remember Bloomberg saying if he goes and does one of these, um, and you can look it up. It's actually a funny video of him saying this. 
uh, if he go and does one of the, the um, debates, that he might would like a small box at his podium so he could stand up a little bit higher to be equal height with everybody else. So he made that comment. So, but he's short. He just is. Right. So, But he's not the president of the United States. No, right? but I think it's funny that it wasn't just you know Trump who had made fun of him doing that shit. It was other people doing it, and he opened himself up to it. That's all I'm trying I don't to say. Like, I don't like it on either side, is what I'm saying. I don't like... Well, I mean, that's been going on forever. Like, this is what... Yeah, but it's so much worse now, man. Like, oh, I agree. Bloomberg's entire campaign is well about, styers was too n- uh, well styers was about a, a topic it was topical at least it was about the impeachment which like again i i yeah but before that before that but styers, it wasn't ad hominem it was it was it never was like like donald trump has tiny hands like no 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 no, no. Or donald trump isn't a real billionaire well like, he, like, he did say that Steyer well, did say that all right fine so he's maybe a phony Steyer's he's not even a real uh billionaire and blah 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 yeah what's Steyer doing right now He's nowhere. Playing he's, golf. Yeah, he's yeah. He's so it's he's like done. that's what I'm saying. Like th- that kind of politics, it doesn't appeal to me. I don't like attack ads. I I don't. I I really think that you should be elected on your own merit, not at your on your ability to cut down the candidate that you're running against. I agree. I I don't think that that's a good reason to vote for somebody. Um, and that's all Bloomberg's been doing. So these people that are like the 19 percent of people that. In the in the early polls, he was at nineteen percent nationally. We talked about this a couple weeks ago. Like, who the fuck are those people, and what do you like about them? I um, I don't like anything about them. As far as Bernie Sanders goes, I I, I want to. We we were talking about socialism before the show. Um, people are very confused, Jay. People are very confused. The whole country is very confused. So, socialism, Marxism, specifically, is basically the elimination of the free market. In mm-hmm. favor of the greater good, it's about uh, the working class and the workers. I'm sorry, the workers and the elites, right? Where the elites control the factories, they hire the workers, and then they basically take the profits while the work. It, it, it's 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 a class based system, but it's also like a redistribution of wealth, right? Um, like Bernie keeps mentioning the Scandinavian countries, like Sweden and Norway. And Finland, they're not socialist countries. They're he democracies. He never they're capitalist countries. He never mentions Venezuela. Well, because Venezuela, well, of course he doesn't, because that's an example in the, all, you know, the opposite. I had to throw that but, in but, there. But I'm here's sorry. the thing, Jay. But, but here's, I'm glad you said that. Venezuela is an example of true socialism, mm-hmm. where there's no free market. There's no capitalism. It fell apart. It, the, 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 it's the, dissolu- the, the dis- dissolution of classes, and it's the redistribution of wealth. Venezuela is bordering on a communist country. It's very sad because Venezuela was an up-and-coming country. That and then I forgot. Who's the, who's the president? He's such a douchebag. Um, I forget his name, forget man. His name but he, he just, what happened, I, I watched the whole thing about that. Well, during the oil boom, they were thriving because oh, so- they... We're sitting on like the largest oil reserve in the world. Well, he basically, I mean, it, well, he was voted in, but was he? Because that was the thing I yeah. was watching. He was. It was almost kind of like it reminded me a lot of a, a, a Cuban situation um, where, you know, technically he wasn't voted in, but they made it look like he was. Um, well, yeah, and that's a pretty common symptom of true socialist countries. See, I'm glad you mentioned it. You don't see that kind of election, like, 
irregular or the you don't see the invalidity of elections like that in Scandinavia. Right. No. Because it's a democracy. It's not a socialist country. In so, Bernie's not a socialist. No, he's a communist. No, he's not. Communism is the negative progression of socialism. So what is it? Communism, hold on. Communism is the elimination of capitalism. It's the elimination of the free market. It's where the government controls all property, all land, and it's distributed to citizens equally. It's also the complete elimination of elections. And instead you have like the Chinese Politburo who elect leaders. So in, in China, there's 31 provinces and every province, <laughs> what? They ain't electing leaders in China anymore. Well, but not, they've never elected anybody in China. He's, he basically... He made himself president for life. Yeah. But the Politburo of China, which is a group of representatives from each of the 31 provinces, they get together in a conference every 10 years, and they nominate, they elect leaders, like the prime minister and the, I don't know, the trade minister and et cetera, et cetera, right? The people aren't directly electing these these leaders. Right. They, they have no say in the process. Right. These, these are delegates. These are elites. They're people that work their way through the political system and are basically selected to be part of the Politburo. To call Bernie Sanders a communist is a dangerous, inaccurate description. He's well, not he's a communist. Dangerous. He doesn't want to eliminate capitalism. I, he doesn't want to... Well, I mean, let's be on, real, bro. Jay. Let's be real. Let's be real about that. Fine. Let's be real I've, about I've it. listened to him speak. I've, I Jay, Listen, I keep an open mind about a lot of people. I've listened to him speak. Do you think he's a communist? From he wants to eliminate elections? The last few The last few things that he made comments about were very communistic but things I don't think to you, say. But, okay, what were they? So so then he, he, he comes off to be this socialist Democrat, a democratic socialist or whatever the fuck That's he calls That's an important himself. distinction. Okay, whatever, dude. Bernie scares me and a lot of other Americans. But Jay, okay. That's call, all I'm trying to say. But but don't, okay, but calling him a communist is just inaccurate. So what is he then? He's a democratic socialist. Okay. But there's so much of that in that America. That embraces oh, certain parts of communism. No. Does that, that does, see, that statement doesn't make any sense. Really? Because, yes, Jay, because the difference between socialism and communism. I know the difference. Is the elimination of capitalism. What I'm trying to I understand that. What I'm trying to say to but you is that nothing to do with what Bernie wants to happen. I'm not even a Bernie supporter. I know you're but not. I, but I'm just trying to deal in facts here. You know what I'm, I'm saying? Not, I'm not saying that I'm not you're not hearing me. Maybe I'm not wording it properly. Yeah, I think what you're trying to say is that he has elements of true socialism, not communism. Bernie, I don't think Bernie really knows what the fuck he is. That's what I'm trying to say He's because a he has said socialist. some. He had said some fucking things recently about Cuba. He has said some things recently uh, about communism, and and I sat there and I scratched my head watching him talk and said, "Well, what the fuck is he talking about now?" Jay, you know who else? So that's is why, a... as an American citizen, he scares but me. But do you know who else was a democratic socialist? Oh, who? FDR. Okay. The New Deal was a very socialist policy, wouldn't you say? Wouldn't you say that the the uh, the creation of Social Security was a socialist policy? I know, you brought that up to me before. I, I, I understand So America that. has elements of socialism already. Bernie Sanders saying that we want to follow the democratic socialist model, like the one in Sweden, is Bernie Sanders saying that individuals will contribute more to the government, and in exchange, the government will provide more services to individuals. That's what he's saying. He's not saying he wants to eliminate elections. He wants to nominate presidents based on a Politburo. He's not saying he wants to eliminate <coughs> the free market economy. 
right? These, those are communist. Like, like, okay, China. The censorship in China. You can't even criticize the government on the internet in China. You will be arrested. Oh, I know. All these, I mean, I to say that Bernie Sanders is trying to do these things is absurd. Well, Jay. see, here's the thing. We don't know if Bernie Sanders got into office that he would try to do this. Uh, you don't, you don't know that. But, Jay, he can't change the democratic republic that America is. He can't rewrite the Constitution. There's still a Senate, right? Also, see, He's going to be forced to moderate. I get what you're saying, dude. You're, 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 I get what you're saying, but... What I'm saying is somebody like Bernie Sanders could start something in this country that would not be pretty and it would not be it would not be it would not go well. And that's what I'm saying. I think somebody like him could actually cause to us to have a physical revolution in this country. But you could say that about really any extreme I, on I, side of the aisle. I don't know, dude. I don't know I don't, about that. I'm I, not, I don't know anybody else that have said the things that he said. I don't and, see what and he, his beliefs. But, I don't. But you're, you're putting a negative spin on it. Well, like I, he, I can't help it. I'm a I, like I'm, I I can't help that dude. I don't Jay, support him. I don't like I don't, him. I don't support. I don't him like his yet. views. So fuck him. Okay, but but see, that's <laughs> come on, man. You're better than that. I'm better than that. Well, really, like you don't like like instead of again the ad hominem. I'll give stuff, him one thing like, that I said. Let's, wait, if you want to have a on. conversation about it? Wait, hold on one second. I'll give him one thing that we discussed and we both agreed on last time was that he's consistent. Yeah. Out of all the candidates, he's the he was the most consistent. Tulsi Galba was a consistent candidate. Well, she's she actually she's not. I like her too, but if you look at her, no, seriously, she switched parties a few times. She's never really. Locked. Well, a lot of a lot of politicians switch parties. Well, she's only thirty eight, so Tulsi has a track record of kind of flip flopping. I like her. Well, a lot of them flip flop, but I just think that she's better suited. A lot of to them in the fucking Congress flip flop. Well, as what I'm talking. saying is that I don't think Tulsi Gabbard belongs in a Democratic primary. I think Tulsi Gabbard is a true independent. I do. Well, I yeah, think, I think so. I agree with that. So, like, I don't know if Tulsi's the best example because she's not consistent. I but I don't she was mind consistent. that she's consistent, like on stage, right? Like her viewpoints don't change year to year. No. But I'm saying that, like, her ideology over the course of her career has not been consistent. Um, but okay, that's okay. But, but I'm, what I'm trying to say is that I, I think out of all of them, well, I, all right, I'll give you, what's her name? I, I can't ever. Klobuchar. Thank you, Klobuchar. She was pretty consistent about how she talked about things too, but I. She's realistic. She was a moderate. Well, she's a moderate. And 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 I and I th- I respected her and I respected Tulsi. Um I just, Bernie scares me. And I'm well, not the only fine, one Jay. as an American that, that's afraid of somebody yeah, like yeah, Bernie. Yeah, I understand that. And I'm not going to state the obvious because, like, there are people out there, and I think this is equally ridiculous, by the way, but there are people out there who really, truly believe that Donald Trump is trying to build a dictatorship in this country. Yeah, well, that's just silly. Okay, well, it's also silly to call Bernie Sanders a communist. It's equally silly. I, listen, I just, it's not silly to me because Jay, of what I heard he not, said. You, but we based don't, on the definition of communism... It is. I understand not a, that you're throwing. I get it, dude. You're throwing that definition shit it's at important, me. I get it, Jay. Well, it's really not because he's so out there with the way he, he thinks yeah, as yes. an American senator. It just blows my mind how he even votes on, on certain things. On its face, at face value, okay, isn't providing health care to every U.S. citizen a novel cause? Just at face value. Forget about. Anything, forget about all of the, the, um, like repercussions of it or prerequisites just on its face at face value. Do I think that's a a good idea? Do you think it's a not, it's a worthy cause? 
Is it a good thing? It's a good thing. Yes. Okay. So, but is it realistic? No. Okay. I, Not I in agree this country. With you. I agree with you. But the concept of that, wanting that to happen, it doesn't strike me as dangerous. It strikes me as no, maybe I don't think like. That, I don't think that's part of I don't think that part of it is dangerous. So, what's the dangerous part? There's other things that I've listened to him talk about, dude. I, and, and I just sit there and I, and I scratch my head. You know, when I was listening to him talk uh, about, you know, he wants, he, he has this idea of each province. That's what he called it, not towns or cities. He called them provinces. Each province should have these warehouses. And he said he, he said it was kind of like a BJ's kind of thing where that's where we would everybody would be able to go and get their food and their supplies and things like that. And I just sat there and I went, what the absolute fuck are you talking about? That shit just blows my mind, dude. And the other, the other part of it is when he said that he, he was really considering, he said, he thinks that there, we shouldn't have, uh, we shouldn't have trucks uh, on the highways anymore. Oh man, that's so Um, dangerous. Well, how are we going to get our shit? And see somebody that, okay. asked him, wait, let me finish. Somebody, you asked me, and I'm telling you what I listened, I listened to him. When somebody asked him the question, well, how are we, if you're not going to allow trucks to deliver things to each city and town, how are we going to get our supplies? And that's when he came up with these big warehouses that would be erected. And I just, I looked at that and I went, that's such a dystopian kind of fucking way of looking at things. And But the difference between like, something being dangerous and something being not feasible. But that's my point, Dean. Well, but call it not feasible. Is it not? Fe- so a lot of the things that he says is not feasible. I agree with you. Right. But here's the thing. That that kind of mindset and the people that follow him could be a danger to this country. I say, I don't, I don't, I guess that's where you and I are going to have to differ. Okay. Because I don't, I don't, it doesn't strike me as dangerous. That's it my belief. Me, it strikes me as people who don't f- truly understand the way a free market republic operates like our tax rate people think it's high it's not well it's not i mean it, it, it's it's maybe it's high for what we get from the government but in terms of like comparing us to like european countries or australia or canada our oh, tax rate is very low i get that so like this is where I always I ask Bernie supporters this question, and I and I and a lot of and I I know what you're gonna say. I get a very fifty fifty response. I say to them, "All right, so let's say Bernie can get you free healthcare and free college too. All right, and if you graduate, let's say Bernie can wipe your loans away. Yeah. Let's say that. Are you ready to pay fifty percent of your income in state? It's sales tax, income tax, property tax. Are you ready to do that? Are you prepared for that? Yeah, I ask them the same question, and it's like sometimes people say, "Yeah." Because, you know, it would eliminate a lot of my personal debt. And to me, it would better America. And that's okay. the right answer. All I right, think. yeah, that's a great answer. But However, the other half of people are like, well, fucking no. And it's like, well, what, what do you think then? Like, where's this money coming from? Then? Well, and then, so then when you break it down even more, it's like, okay, so you, your, your, your wages are going to go either up or down, right? Mostly they're probably going to go down. And then you're going you're gonna to tax me more to pay off all this shit. So basically I'm working for nothing. But, well, all right. So Bernie's plan. But wait, and then a a guy like a guy like me and you, okay, 
what I'm my my tax money is going to pay for your fucking college tuition and your no. All right, so this is important. Here. Fuck that. So look, so here's the current tax bracket. I didn't tell you to go to fucking college. So here's the current tax brackets, and here's what Bernie's proposing. Okay, so for anyone making less than two hundred two hundred thousand dollars per year, so less than anyone making less than two hundred thousand dollars a year will not see a change in their tax rate. It's exactly the same. So it's 22% for people between 38,000 and 82,000. It's 24% up to 157 and it's 32% up to 200,000, okay? Beyond that, taxes start to increase under Bernie's plan all the way up to 52% if your annual yeah, income I, is I get more it. than $10 he, million. Wants, so like that he is the, He modest. wants to tax the rich. That's what he wants to do. So there's obvious problems with this, okay? Yeah. Um, <laughs> notably getting this through the Senate, right? Further enforcing it. So, you know that Amazon paid zero dollars <laughs> in tax yet again last year. Of course. So there are so many loopholes to close, and there's so many lobbyists that even if you were to, even if you said Jeff Bezos's tax rate is now fifty two percent, he was paying nothing at thirty seven percent. What makes you think he's going to pay anything at fifty two percent? Maybe he'll pay a little bit, right. but he's certainly not going to pay the kind of money that I think Bernie Sanders expects these billionaires to pay. It's and just not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Because you need to enforce these laws. You need to close these loopholes. You need to have a, a <coughs> Congress that backs this up. You need the elimination of lobbyists. So there's actually a bipartisan bill. Get this. Ready? It's going to blow your fucking mind. There's a bipartisan effort to stop former congressmen and senators from joining lobbies. Okay. Right now, there's a five-year waiting period in the Senate. There's a two-year waiting period in the House. You can join a lobby. So a lot of former congressmen and women have joined lobbying firms, right? No. Guess who's co-sponsoring this bill? I don't know. Take a guess. I have no Tell you what. I'll give you the Republican. You tell me the Democrat. It's Ted Cruz. And you want me to give you the Democrat? Yes. I'm going to say Nancy Pelosi. Close. AOC. Oh, she's a wonderful They're co-sponsoring a bill to end lobbyism. To lo- end lobbying. But like, you know, that's a good, that, that's a step in the right direction is all I'm saying. Because well, like even that elimination of allowing former congressmen and women to lobby the government is one big loophole. No, it's closed. bullshit. The I current mean, system is bullshit. Yes, it's bullshit because I remember uh, Ronald Reagan actually got rid of the most of the, back then there weren't that as, there was many as there are now. But he got he got rid of the lobbyists in in uh, in Washington for a while, and then they came right back after he was gone. But I mean, lobbyism fucks us up all the time. Well, yeah, I mean, the biggest really the biggest problem with our system now is lobbies. Mm-hmm. Like you know, for example, there's so many companies that have tax havens in the Virgin Islands or in Luxembourg or in the Philippines, right? That's still legal. Like, it's not illegal at the federal level. Like, there's nothing illegal about it. So you can have these, you can, all you have to do, and I've worked for companies, I'm not going to, actually, I will say the name, Altasource is a company I worked for. (coughs) They had their headquarters in Luxembourg. They were an American company headquartered in Luxembourg. And all you have to do is have an executive, a C-level executive that lives in that country, right? Yeah. And then you can claim that you're headquartered in that country. So basically, all of the money you earn with your American business gets documented 
under Luxembourgian tax law, which means you don't owe the United States a penny. Yeah, you don't owe shit. Yeah, that's a that's fucking ridiculous. It is ridiculous. (laughs) And like that's not even a part. Like Donald Trump platformed on that, campaigned on that. I don't think that that's a Republican idea. I think that's literally any reasonable person would want those kinds of loopholes closed because that's costing this country trillions of dollars. Right. And like, I think Bernie wants to do that, but he's, he's going a little too far by like attacking individuals. Right. Like he's saying like Jeff Bezos and Bill Gates and Warren Buffett, they don't pay enough in taxes. It's like, well, the problem is bigger than that. Yeah, it is. It's not, those are just, uh, those are just publicly known figures that are doing that. Those are people who are exploiting tax law. Law. Right. So the the problem isn't the people, it's the tax law. Right. And like that's my argument, like with immigration. Like it's the reason why, like, I think this wall is ridiculous. Or let me rephrase. It's the reason why I think like detaining people is I was gonna going say too far. if you don't have borders, you're fucked. Well, wait. Every country has borders, well, dude. Where I'm going with this is yeah, of course. You have to sovereignty. Have, you of course you have, you have to. Borders. I'm not saying there shouldn't be borders. I'm saying that instead of blaming the immigrants blame America. Our system is broken. Oh, it's been broken. It's our fault. We don't have it's a been path broken. to citizenship. We don't enforce the border laws the way we should be. It's us. It's not, no, don't be, blame the people so let's, well, I don't, who are trying to come here. I don't think they blame the people for coming here, dude. I don't think that's what it is at all. I And, and I think they know, I think Congress knows uh, that the, the laws are broken. You'll hear a lot of them say that. A lot of the Cong- the problem is, is a lot of the congressmen want to fix the immigration law, but there's a lot of them that have their hands in the lobbyist pockets of course. that aren't fucking buying that. And that's the shit, as an American citizen, that pisses me off. But you know what else? My grandparents were immigrants, so was so yours. Pretty much everybody's. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, there's only a few blue bloods. You know Not what many. I mean? Not many, but we killed them all. There's only a few, um, way back, that that were generation to generation born here. Great. However, and I say this all the time: without immigrants, this wouldn't be America. Well, of course, it's you know. Not- and 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 the thing that pisses me off is there are people in Congress. I've I've listened to them that want to fix this piece of shit that stopped working. Over a hundred years ago, but and they're not they can't work with the other people on this. And but it's, you know it's really both s- Democrats and Republicans. Well, what really slows progress is when the attacks get the rhetoric goes too far. Like to say that, like a Democrat, any Democrat wants <clears throat> open borders is that's I know, stupid. but a lot of them stood on stage and said stupid shit. If they like don't that. want open borders. They want, it's like the, it's the humanitarian then, argument. Then versus, here's, here's the thing. Don't say it then. No one says, Jay, they don't ever, no Democrat has ever said, I want to open the borders and let anyone in. That's not real. That didn't happen. That's not true. I think the disagreement comes, how do you do it? Are how, you serious right now? Jay, no Democrat, no reasonable Democrat, no like non-extremist. I'm not, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the people that stood on that stage. But they don't want literal open borders, Jay. Then why say it? But they don't say open borders. No, they did. Jay, no, they didn't. 
Oh my God, Dean! You what the fuck TV everyone are you believes, watching, everyone bro? Everyone believes in sovereignty, Jay. Everybody, America deserves sovereignty. We're a sovereign word nation. Word for word, we, we don't have open borders. We shouldn't have open. I borders. get it, but word for word on that stage, a handful of them said, "You know, you never come quote unquote." Yeah, but you always come with this like the, these like anecdotal things. Like who said what, Jay? Fucking Buttigieg said it. Fucking what was the guy that used to show me? Shave was shaving his face in the dentist's office there. What? What the fuck? The candidate that dropped out months ago um, rode a skateboard across the. I'm intrigued. I have no idea who you're talking about. Yeah, you do. Um, what the fuck's his name? He had a weird name too. Was he a real candidate? Yeah. Like, not from like Texas. A fringe candidate. Oh, Beto. Beto. Well, Beto a fucking nut job. But don't say that nobody said that. You Jay, make me sound like a fucking idiot on the Jay, show, dude. No, no one, fuck that. That's no one bullshit. says we don't want borders. He said it. Buttigieg okay. said it. No, he didn't. Oh, my Buttigieg's fucking Buttigieg's immigration dude. policy was not no borders. Jay, okay. I promise. All right. All right. You're, you're, you're right. You're right. I'm not going to say shit. I'm done. Go ahead. Next, next fucking subject. I don't know what I'm talking about. I didn't watch anything. I, I'm old. That's what it is. My hearing went bad when no, I heard Jay, that shit. If you're going to say I made it up. blanket statements. I made it up. I'm making it up. I'm blanket statements. I'm making up blanket well, statements. Right. Well, we can we have it, a computer dude. right in front Just of us. Fuck so let's, it. See. let's see. People love when I get pissed off like this. That's why you're doing this to me. So you know what? Fuck it. Let's I don't see. care. Go ahead. Look it up. Read it. Well, God forbid we actually read it. Do that. No, actually, let's not let's not read it. Let's pull up the actual video, the actual fucking comments no. that these assholes made. No, we're gonna look at his platform, his stated platform. Well, there you go. This immigration. Couple. In 2017, the mayor told WSBT that he supports the deferred action for childhood or big surprise. He supports DACA. In January of 2020, he told CBS that he thinks sending troops to the U.S.-Mexico border is a waste of time. He also said that as a religious man, he believes religious religion teaches people to take care of others, including immigrants. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, the one thing that would really help the issue, um, I'm not here to seek the American dream. I'm here because I'm fleeing the nightmare in Honduras. We're actually seeing a threat under this president to take funds away from stabilizing those yeah, whatever, countries. Whatever, man. So it, it's, a pretty, a, it's a pretty that, non-answer, but that's, that's his not, official stance, Jay. That's not what I where, said. I'm talking about what he said. Borders? I'm talking about what he said on fucking television, dude. You're just reading shit. But Jay, I think you're interpreting it in a way. Oh, that, I'm, that's, I'm interpreting it now. So you genuinely believe, wait, so you honestly believe that, that a presidential wow. candidate, a major mainstream presidential candidate wants to eliminate No, I don't borders. believe that. I'm, belie- I'm just, you made a statement that nobody's ever said I'm just that. Asked, well, and the, I the am telling making, you, you're fucking wrong. But the point that I'm the making, point that Jay, you're making, is that they is don't you, want to eliminate right, borders. Right, you're trying to make me look like an idiot. No, I'm not. I get it. Yeah, you are, dude. It's And, and I'm not an idiot. I, I know what I heard. I know what I saw. And I don't think that those people want open borders. That's all you however, have to say. I don't, however, but that's what you want me to say. But that's the uh, truth. Right. And whatever. Whatever the fuck the truth is, the truth is, is what I heard and what I saw. That's the truth. But does that mean that's what they want? Probably not. But because all these fucking idiots got on stage and stopped being moderate Democrats, most of them, and turned around and started going along with this fucking idyllic socialist bullshit that Bernie's been pumping, fucking all of them agreed with Bernie because they figured, well, Bernie's getting the fucking, he's getting the popular vote with all the kids and all the other youth and all this shit. So they're going to go along with that. Cool. A lot of them did, dude. Bernie I, and Klobuchar just endorsed Biden yesterday. I know that. I saw that. It's uh, Jesus 
Forget it, dude. You Bernie, Bernie took more attacks on the on those con- debates than anyone else on that stage. Contradicting everything I'm fucking but, saying. But they're not but, Bernie supporters, but, man. No one is. The establishment hates Bernie. That's why they're doing what they're doing to get Biden back on track, man. Like, why do you think Klobuchar and Buttigieg dropped out before Super Tuesday? You think it was a coincidence? No, I, it's a game, dude. I get it. But you, you're even not the Democratic to establishment me. hates Bernie. You're not listening. I know they do, but you're not listening to me. At that time when this all started, with how many candidates were on that stage? Fucking a hundred. Okay. Mm-hmm. Each one of them, I watched. I watched the debates, and I watched each one of them side with this fucking crazy idea of open borders and and all this and and I know they don't believe that. You think I'm stupid? It's just that they make these stupid comments thinking that that's what people want to fucking hear. And that's not what people want to hear. And that's why a lot of them dropped out. And that's why a lot of them fucking hate Bernie, too, now. Because, the, you know what I loved? I loved the whole fucking media. When the media turned around and they're like, praising Bernie and Bernie's this and Bernie's that. Now that Bernie started fucking gaining popularity, all of a sudden, everybody in the media started going, oh, this is bad. This is bad. I hope Biden wins. This is bad. All of a sudden, Bernie's bad again. You know? It just kills me, the rhetoric that goes on. I heard with my own ears, saw with my own eyes what shit was said. A few of them said they, they want open borders. I would do that. Why? Because, because you think that's what people want? That's not what fucking people want. People want us to fix the fucking immigration laws. That's what people want. That's it. Done. Okay. You good? I'm fine. This is what you wanted. You got not really. It. I didn't get up and leave, but this is what you wanted. Well, the funny thing, you know, I guess what gets to me is that, like, you start saying I'm insulting you. Well, because, dude. Who said the word? Did I? We can review the tape. Did I, I call you an idiot? No. I'm sorry. But, did I miss that? Did seems, I have a stroke and start calling you an idiot and I don't remember it? But it's 15. You you made it sound the way you the way you were talking to me just then. You're like. You you turn it around saying nobody said that. Yes, they did, and then you turn it around and said, "Well, they didn't right, well, say it, but they don't said. they don't believe it." I guess what I should have said, and is, I, and I agree with you. They they can't. Well, that was, believe that's that. really the point, though. I know, but I like, love you. I'm not like I'm not mad at you. <laughs> the, the point is that no person believes America should be a borderless country. That's crazy talk. Right, but my point was, and I agree with that. But my point was, I heard them say it when I watched them on television, and it it. It rocked my boat. I sat there and what the fuck are you saying that for? And that's why I think other countries look at us sometimes when they hear stupid shit like that going, oh, yeah, yeah, you go ahead and do that, America. You open up your borders. <laughs> well, meanwhile, you have you have Canada. I, I just a friend of mine just went to Canada. He said they fucking they basically strip searched him because they you know who it was? Manny. Yeah, I went to Canada like I'm not again, like honest to God. I went to Canada two months ago. And they, we went through, we got through the border in about 12 seconds. He didn't. Well, I think it's, it's case by case, man. No, no, I agree. But, <laughs> but I'm just saying it's, it's the weird, the sad thing with that's not immigration. Him. That's just travel. No, but it's still, a, it's still a border. But if your point is immigrating to Canada is a hell of a lot more difficult. Well, yes, it right. is. Yeah, it is. You have to be sponsored by that. You basically have to be fit to work. Well, it, because and, I think that fucked up during the Vietnam War when everybody decided to, what do they call that? Uh, immigrate. Im, not immigrate. Immigrate um, with an E. 
No, 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 no. Um, uh, what do they call it? Uh, they would draft uh, dodge. Uh, oh, okay. well, yeah, draft dodging. Yeah, but they called it something else. Yeah, I know what you mean. I, I can't remember. Yeah, that. but anyway, that I think they ruined that for everybody who wanted to well, become. Well, Canada, you have to literally basically be sponsored. I like Canada. I, I, But you have to be sponsored by the government. Like, they basically have to say, like, you're fit to work. You can contribute to Canadian society. And then if you're fit for that, they'll grant you a visa, right? Okay. Um, illegal immigration into Canada isn't a problem, but it's because it's Canada. You know what I'm saying? In like Canada, if Canada bordered Mexico, there would be a much bigger illegal immigration problem because a lot of people coming through Mexico are fleeing poor countries in oh, Central yeah. America, right? No, Canada I, doesn't have that problem. And that's the thing. Like, I don't, don't get me wrong, dude. Like, I fucking feel bad for those people, you know, that, that want to want to come here. I do. I, and I, you know, the problem is back in the day, my grandfather came here. He heard, and this is the honest to God's truth. He heard that the streets in America were paved with gold. Well, yeah, I've heard that expression. Right? Sure. He really believed that. Was he disappointed when he came? I'm sure he was. <laughs> These are all fucking cowpats. <laughs> but there's cow shit everywhere. There's cow shit everywhere. There's there's Everyone's Irish cops. Dying from there's the Irish flu. cops that call me a wop and they hate my guts. A wop. Uh, <laughs> you know what that means, right? Yeah. Um, oh, well, I don't know. Like, I know it's a, a, a without dry. papers. Oh, is that what it means? Yeah. Get the... F I never fucking knew that. Yeah. I, I knew it was like a derogatory term for Italians. Yeah. I didn't know it stood for something. Yeah, WAP means without papers. That's so fucking funny. Right? <laughs> Holy shit. That's why when they... My 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 family got my... I forget. I think it was my uncle. They call it the, the Whopper. The Burger King Whopper. <laughs> what? My uncle got really upset about that. Oh, shit. Yeah. Um, well, there's an H in there. Yeah, I know, but he really kind of was like, what, what does that mean? Right? It's just like... Can I not eat that sandwich? That sandwich for me? <laughs> but that's what that meant without huh. papers. Um, so that's that's interesting. But yeah, that. so I mean, that's what my grandfather believed that everything was was you know opportunity was ridiculous. And then when they got here, they realized they had to bust their fucking ass just to put two cents together to raise a family. Yeah, you know. But the American dream was he was able to buy his first house. He was able to raise his family in a house. He had a good job. Yeah, so don't you, know you I mean? think that, like, that path should be available to people? Coming? Absolutely. So, like, shouldn't the path to citizenship be easier than it is now? Yeah. Yeah. And, like, DACA. Like, what? Are, it's not these kids' fault that they got dragged. No, I, I, the whole DACA kids. thing pisses me off, dude. I Like, they, they, got, they got dragged here as children. It's their fucked parents, up. They got raised here illegally oh, by no fault of their own, oh, and we're going to kick them out yeah, to a country that they don't even recognize? Yeah. Like, they don't you, know. They're if Americans. If you got dragged here as a three-year-old, from Mexico, and you went to school here, and you speak English, and you, all your friends are here. And then when you're 20, you're like, oh, we're deporting you to your home yeah, country. Yeah, fuck that. My home country. I don't know anything about right. Mexico. <laughs> it's like, come the fuck on. Like, what, no, what's I so agree. dangerous about these people? That's what I'm saying. Like, And, and also, oh, isn't DACA like, um, from what I understand, some of them are also, they were brought here, or they were they were sent here by their Poor families to fam to American families, Spanish families that lived here, um, and they they they're this in the same category, well, right? I mean, they're they're yeah. So basically, they're they're to me that's if you're like a fucking infant in a basket. Well, that's kind of what this is. And, yeah. and and your aunt goes, take my child. I can't cross the border or whatever. That child to me should be an American citizen. Okay. So by eliminating DACA, you're basically saying that that infant 
is an illegal immigrant. It's an Ill- yeah, I think it's wrong. If you can't walk, you're not an immigrant. Exactly. <laughs> like moses crossing the fucking river in a basket right like <laughs> yeah so that's what i'm saying man it's like you know a little humanitarianism can go a long way a little humanity like yes we need borders and yes it's important to have borders and, and like yes if you break the law there should be consequence of course okay but if you're fleeing honduras because there's a gang who wants to kill your yeah, whole the family cartel wants to kill your whole family and you come here seeking asylum and instead of getting asylum you get thrown into well, a detention camp well here's the thing that, that that upsets me so i know somebody that defected from communist hey defected that was the word you were looking for earlier is it defected, defected to canada no they called it something else <sighs> it wasn't defection it was called something else but anyway her family fled uh, Russia, mm-hmm. socialist, uh, the USSR. To come to the United States. To come to the United States. They were granted... Asylum. Asylum. Yes, because under international law, the, so every asylum are, case has to be Why aren't they granted asylum? You want to know, know really why? No. Do you want the real answer? No, I'm scared now. The real answer, Jay, <laughs> and like again, this is not me being partisan. The genuine answer is that Donald Trump... But it wasn't... It's not, ordered, just, it's not just him. It's, this goes back. No... But it's, it's okay, the percentage of people being granted asylum right now is lower than it has ever been. And that's intentional. Period. That's it. That, that's just a fact. So, so wait a minute. So Obama deported a shit ton of but, people. But, but, but every president just deported a shit ton of people. The, it, it's about percentages, right? Like America is expected or historically has granted asylum to a certain percentage of people seeking it. Right? Yeah. That number right now is lower than it's ever been. It's not about count of deportations. It's about people come to the border, they seek asylum. How many of those people do we detain versus how many people do we allow in and grant asylum to? Right? Yeah. That percentage is bottomed out. And that's why you have detention camps that are full. That's why you have these people being processed. It's taking 90 days to process people. For that reason. Well, the other thing, too, is I, the Mexican government has also taken some of those people in themselves. Well, the Mexican government is cooperating, yeah. basically, like, cracking down on... Because it's not Mexicans that are coming to America. No. It, some Mexicans, but mostly it's people from Central well, America. A lot of Mexicans are happy in Mexico. Yeah. Like mostly it's the caravans Mexicans, that are coming Mexico's up. Mexico's thriving, actually. Well, it's, it, well, it's still high crime in urban areas. Yeah. But, like, most of these people in these caravans are coming from Nicaragua. Can never Honduras. Say that word. Honduras. Nicaragua. Nic- Nicaragua. Nic- Nicaragua. Yeah. That's a dangerous one. Right. <laughs> you, you slipped that up. <laughs> we get canceled. El Salvador. Yes. But seriously, that's, and that's where a lot of these people are coming from. And the current policy is that we're being very strict on asylum. That just is what it is. Like, I'm not passing judgment. No, I'm just wondering, like, what, so... Let's eliminate the that part of the country. So right now, right. So what about what about people that are coming in? Because there are people that are coming in through Canada, right? But the percentage from is like so low. Eastern Europe yeah. and places like that. So like, are they seeking asylum? Are they getting granted asylum? No, because there's certain requirements to to seek asylum, right? You have to be in imminent danger. If you come from Syria, then you're seeking asylum, right? Yeah. If you come from Poland. 
you're not seeking asylum. You're just trying to become a naturalized resident of okay. the United States. That's different. You have to come in through a port of entry if you're coming from Europe. You have to fly into an That's airport. That's right, yeah, yeah. Or you have to take a boat. You can't just walk up to a border post, right? And walk, and walk across. Yeah. so it's like, it, it's different because those it's easier to process those people and the numbers are a lot lower. True. 80% of immigrants are coming from Central America. And then the other, like, 20% are coming from war-torn, well, war-torn countries in the Middle East. Mm-hmm. And then you have, like, Indians. Looking, but most of those people are coming here on work visas. Yeah, yeah. And then, like, well, some a, Europeans, but not a whole lot. Well, people from India, I mean, I, a lot of them come here to go to school and stuff well, like that. Well, in my experience with Indians, they come here to work. Yeah. And they, I, it's very rare. I mean, my, again, I'm just one person. This is a very anecdotal. But I've never really come across an Indian person who was just coming here to like mooch off the American no. system. You know what I'm no. saying? Like it just, I've never encountered. No, it. I, and I've worked with several people from India and, and I mean, I'm in super, IT. super nice people. And, and they, the other thing too about them is that they are, they're, they're workers. A lot of them come here to go to schools. And I don't like to globalize that way. A lot of central Americans are hard workers too. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying that like they're working less than others. I'm no, just no, saying no. that like, I, I don't think that, Illegal immigration from India is a big a thing. problem yeah, yeah. in this in the way that it is from Central America. Right, right. How do we get so far in immigration? I don't know. Jesus, it's we're an hour into the show. <laughs> this is good though because like we're getting it all out there and it's relevant right now because it's Super Tuesday, and um, you know, and I apologize for yelling at you. Well, I didn't like you, you do this a lot. I wasn't yelling like at you, even right. in our personal life I, where like. <laughs> You have this like persecution <laughs> complex where like you think I'm I'm calling you an idiot when I'm really just not saying anything. <laughs> you well, do this a lot to me. Like I do a like, lot of things. Like, what do you think I'm an idiot? It's like you no, know my, Jay. I don't uh, think you're an my idiot. wife. My wife asked me. If oh, I, I thought s- you were an idiot. I wouldn't do the show with you. I said to my wife, I said I think Dean has anxiety attacks when he hangs out with me yeah, and <laughs> thinks. So it's funny because for a time, and she said, "Wait," she said, she said to me. um, well, why does he hang out with you then? I said, I don't really know. Because it's entertaining. <laughs> but I will tell you, Jay, sometimes when I'm anxious and I hang out with you, some all right, sometimes I don't want to like offend you. <laughs> sometimes you're a distraction and it's welcome. Because like sometimes like when you like, all right, for example, you called me on your way to work today. All right. I'm not gonna say what you were saying. But you called me because I had been sick the last couple of days. Yeah, I felt bad. And you asked me how I was doing, which was nice. And I appreciate it. And I and I and to be honest, I wasn't feeling all that great. Like I was no, kind of down weren't. in the dumps. Yeah, I know. And then you launched into this forty minute tirade. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sitting on the phone. I wish you could see my face. I'm like, what the fuck is happening? Well, I figured I'd take the focus off of you. <laughs> But like sometimes when I'm like anxious, like you're a lot to handle. You should tell me that. So dude, I can't hang with you today. <laughs> but no, but like 99% of the time I am very entertained by your erraticness. Like Great. most of the time it's very entertaining, but okay. yes, yeah, sometimes you're too much for me. Well, I told you, uh, Sunday morning, um, I, I was having coffee with my wife and I just, I was off. I I was like, I was talking about this, and I'd, I'd switch the subject to talk about was that. Was Sunday the day we were in your studio trying to fix things? Yeah, this was in the morning. You were a fucking maniac on Sunday. I know. You were worse than I've ever seen you I on was, Sunday. I was off. I was off. You couldn't 
focus on like poor Laura. We were in your studio trying to fix the audio issue you're having. And Laura asked you literally. Yeah, but she shouldn't have done that. But she was literally just like, can I cook dinner? And you looked at her, you're like, Laura, I can't deal with this right now, okay? I'm going through a lot in here. And like, you look like fucking Doc Brown. (laughs) And like, your hair was shaking. 25 gigawatts. And I looked at Laura, I'm like, oh, okay. (laughs) Um, No, but my wife said to me, I, I looked at her and I went like this. I go, I, I, I'm a lot right now, aren't I? Like, I, I, I'm really, I'm like off right sometimes now. Sometimes, like, and she goes like this. She goes, yeah. And, and I go, I know. And I go, I, and I go just like this. I go, you know, I, I really need to tell myself to shut the fuck up right now. And she just started laughing. She goes, yeah, I'd advise that. Because <laughs> I was like, I wouldn't stop, dude. I'm trying to eat my sandwich and drink my coffee. And I was just like, what do you think of this? Do you think this is right? Blah, blah, blah. And she's like, and I, don't, I didn't even have one cup of coffee yet. And I was just like out of my fucking mind. Dude, t- another thing you're doing today. And I'm sorry. You were trying to be like helpful. And like you were saying to me, like, like you know, because we were talking about like what I want to do with my career <coughs> and, and like how we could turn this these th- these creative projects into like something we could do more often, be more lucrative for us. And like you were saying things that were like, meaningful and I appreciated it. But in between these inspirational things you were saying, you'd literally get halfway through a point and you'd go, what the fuck is fucking guy? Dude. Fuck you. And I'm like, it's, it's literally jarring. lady it's jarring. almost hit my car. Dude, it's jarring. I'm like, I'm on the phone with you and like, I'm like listening, listening. And then all of a sudden you're fucking flipping out. And I'm like, what the fuck? Lady almost on? backed into my car. <laughs> literally. It, but it's just, it's you, and then man. and then I'm on the highway, and this fucking truck decides to stop in the highway. So right. I had to go around him. But see, these little moments mean so much more to you than they mean to most people. I think I, that's it's, it. It's hard. I think I think the thing is, is that you put you you are way too aware of what's going on around you. I am. I you know it's funny you should say that because somebody told me that uh, that I am I am very aware of my surroundings. Dude, you are all the time. You are the king of type A. You are capital A. You are a forty foot letter A in a desert. I'd be good in a war. Uh well, it could go either way. Huh. Either you'd be too distracted to attack the right person or you'd attack everybody. I can't figure out which it would be. It would depend on the day. Start shooting everything. Yeah. Including like your allies, civilians, yeah. my allies. Yeah, yeah. Um, That's, I guess I'd be bad in a war. That's <laughs> second thought. <laughs> um, but all right, let's 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 lighten things up a little bit here. So we found a couple more candidates that we didn't have on the show. I'm bleeding. What? Sorry. God, I wish you guys could see this. Are you bleeding? I don't know. <laughs> it's man. a pinprick. Maybe I'm not bleeding. It looks like a. Does it look like I'm bleeding? Oh, it's like a blood blister. I don't know what the fuck it is. Go ahead. Uh oh, you have coronavirus. That's another thing. You you oscillate rapidly between being super concerned about coronavirus and dismissing it as like not dangerous. You go back and forth like eight times a day, where it's like, no, dude, the flu's more dangerous. Everyone's freaking <laughs> about nothing. To dude, I'm coughing, and there was fucking Asian people in my store Bro. today, and I think I have fucking coronavirus. You, you literally oscillate. Yesterday was a bad those day. Two things. <laughs> that lady at my at my table, and like, look, neither one of us think that Asians in America are are spreading coronavirus. We don't really believe no. that. But like, 
Jay works at a place where people genuinely do come in from China. From China. So like, you know, you'll tell me these things. Like today, genuinely the lady concerned. said, I just, just got off the airport plane. I just like, flew We're not from talking China. about Asian Americans. And we're I'm talking like, about people who actually were in China yeah, and now I, they're in America. I, I like, I'm looking at her going, that's great. And I'm putting like my shirt over my face. <laughs> but then at the same time, you'll come home and you'll be like, dude, everyone's going crazy about nothing. This is so stupid. Because I hear things, you know, it's like <laughs> I hear one thing I hear on the news. It's like, oh, the flu virus is much worse than this. Well, all right. Can I address that real quick? Because if one more fucking person, oh, I'm so glad I need to get this off my chest because I'm going to, I'm going to end up fighting with people I love on Facebook and I don't want to do that. But if one more fucking person posts on Facebook that the flu is more deadly than coronavirus, I'm going to fucking blow my head off. No, it's not. Normalization of data is important. Okay. A hundred thousand people ish have now been diagnosed with coronavirus of which about 4,000 have died. Yeah, that's so right, right now, yeah. the death rate stands. Well, that's at, what we know. Right now, the death rate stands at about 4%. 100,000 people is an extremely small sample, and the disease hasn't run its course yet. So we don't know what the true death rate is. We're not going to know. But if the flu killed 4% of the people that it infected, almost 1 million people would die from the flu in America every year. Yeah, it's only what? It's, uh, it's about 100,000. Yeah. So... The actual death rate from the flu is something like 0.7%, which is about five to seven, seven and, times lower and than no, the death rate for coronavirus. And the thing with so can we stop? Because people look at counts like, well, the flu killed 100,000, well, so it, one, two, three, and, four, five, six, 100,000 is bigger than uh, 1,000, so therefore <laughs> the flu is deadlier. And it's like, that yeah, you simple, fucking... you simple-minded fucking troglodyte. Oh That's not God. how fucking math works. No, and, and you're right. And and the thing is, is like, it is a concern. It's a completely new virus. Just but like, be vigilant. What's the point of downplaying it? Just be aware of it. You know, what don't I'm try I'm to gonna, make I'm it tell you what something it it's not. It's called fear. Yeah, it is. It's disguised. So fear. if they if they turn around and say that it's not as bad. As as the flu virus, then they feel better about it because they're afraid. I'm afraid, but you have the president perpetuating this too, saying like oh, it's just the flu. A flu. Today he said he said that <coughs> it, this is because the flu vaccine isn't potent enough. The flu vaccine. It's not the flu. I actually watched the uh, <laughs> the the doctor head uh, doctor from it's the a CDC WHO or whatever it was. Yeah, no, from the CDC. Okay. Um, and he talked about it last night uh, on the news, and I watched it, and it was pretty cool what he said. Like, he's like, he's like, this is serious. Yeah, we should not undermine what this is all about. He goes, but we shouldn't be afraid to go about our daily lives and not. stuff, you know. But a lot of people are, dude. Like, but Jay, people listen to what the president says, and he can't keep coming out. Well, saying, some of us do. He can't keep coming out and saying that. Oh, this is just the flu. Because that people perpetuate that, and then everyone's just dismissing this thing as not serious. People need to be vigilant about it. Well, it needs to be taken seriously. But yes, at the same time, it's the risk is still extremely low. Ex, ex, just yeah, live your and, life. But one of the things that he did say last night was he said in certain areas that they have uh, found information on data on, like in, uh, in Italy and places like that, uh, some of the strains that they found, the strains that they found of this isn't as potent as it was when it first came out. So they yeah. don't know if it's mutating to the point where it is becoming like a flu virus or if it's going to get worse. Well, it's SARS. So yeah. SARS is a coronavirus. Yeah. 
So coronaviruses are a class of viruses. Right. Um, See, nobody knows that either. I it's looked not at, the flu, though. No, I looked it up. The, Influenza I, I looked, is not a coronavirus. I looked it up yesterday, and I was like, oh, so it isn't just one virus. No. Coronavirus is multiple. The common yeah, cold is a coronavirus. Is a coronavirus, yeah. But, but, See that? I did research. But a coronavirus <laughs> can't mutate into the flu. No. The flu vaccine will never affect coronavirus. But that's what he was saying, like the symptoms have, have subsided in some areas, but then they're, what they're afraid is it might mutate again where it's going to get really bad. Well, there's other issues too, where like people are popping up in the U.S. now yeah. that are just randomly contracting it. They didn't it's weird. travel. Well, they that's didn't a, interact with anybody that had it. They're yeah. just getting it. Well, look what happened to me yesterday. Well, what that means is that now it's just a free-floating virus. Yeah, it's like the flu. which sucks. So like that's why the CDC believes it's going to get worse because it's able to be trans- transmitted without any contact with someone that was in a region that was infected. Right. It's just now it's just out there. So. Which and that they call that the social, some yeah social aspect of the the virus is that it could just be anywhere now and and anybody's going to get it and it could be whether you're healthy or you're unhealthy yeah. it depends on what it's going to do. And look, to you you're probably like, in reality even a four percent death rate when you and especially when you eliminate people who have compromised immune systems, the elderly, the young. Yeah, I'm nervous about Laura because Laura has uh, lupus and and yeah. it's it sucks. You know what I mean? Like her immune system is gone basically. Yeah. So like, obviously like the, there's more concern there, but for like the general population, like you're not, you're probably not going to die from well, coronavirus. Right. And the other thing, the other thing that, uh, that he talked about too, was the fact what you just said was, you know, um, people that have certain respiratory problems and things like that, you know, he said, for all we know, because what they said, they said this started back in like December. December 31st. But they're thinking that it's been around a little longer than that. Yeah. Um, and they think that in some areas, even in the U.S., it's been there. But it's it's been like a, like a common cold kind of thing. And Well, they're also I suggesting. I mean, I've had a, not for nothing, dude, but I've had this cough for over a month now. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's weird. Oh, by the way, I just got my. Um, oh, you got the inhaler? I didn't pick it up yet because it, they just, yeah. They texted is there a me. shortage because of what's happening? Yeah. Cause it's, I guess it's made in China. Oh, okay. Well, it's hard to. So they got some. Well, good. Yeah. There's only, there's only 20 shots of it. I usually get more than that, but I'm like, you know what? I'll take it. Hey man, whatever's going to help. <laughs> so I can breathe, term. you know, but um, anyway, but they're saying it might be seasonal too. Like how the flu like burns out in May. Yeah. He said like the that. same thing might happen. He said you might also, um, what they're trying to do is develop this vaccine where it's going to be like a flu shot. Like so, a year from now, there yeah. might be a coronavirus Yeah, that's what shot. it was saying, yeah. yeah. So, you know, just a lot of misinformation. Anytime something like this happens, there's just so much fucking misinformation out there. And I think... I think the and then, th- like, you put Pence in charge. And, like, look, man. <laughs> like, can I... You know the HIV thing with Pence? Do you know the story? Yeah, pray to God they'll go away. Dude, he literally said he didn't make a decision... Because he wanted to prey on it. And then in the meantime, thousands of people were getting HIV in Indiana. Yeah, I, I just... This is a man who doesn't believe in science. He he doesn't believe in science. And he admits that. It's not even an ideology thing. This is just a man who does not believe in science. Well, he's the vice president. You gotta give him something to do. Well, But this? Who the fuck else was he gonna tell to put in charge It's of actually this? a brilliant move by Trump. Let Why? me tell you. Well, because if coronavirus turns out to be a serious illness in the U S and like 
thousands of people. So you can blame Pence for like, fucking oh, up. Pence, see, it wasn't me. I put Pence in charge. And then and then he's going to dump him on the ticket <coughs> and pick a new running mate. Mark my fucking words, dude. This is Donald Trump. Do- Trump knows that coronavirus is a serious threat. And he knows. Oh, Mike, he does. And, and he knows Mike Pence can't handle it. So what he's going to do is make Pence be the fall guy. And then that's going to be his excuse to have someone else on his ticket. I, I mean, I, I Namely watched- Devin Nunez. On his ticket during this election. I like, Remember this I like Devin Nunez. But, Devin uh, Nunez is a whack job. He's like, a mental patient. I like him a lot, actually. He's, we're not doing, we're not going down this road. Sorry. But anyway, um, <laughs> there's a lot of Republicans that I actually like a lot. Well, um, yeah, I know that. <laughs> I'm a Republican. What can I say? Um, there's a lot of them I think of jackasses, too. But that's beside the but point. But I think he's setting Pence up to, to fail. I don't know. I, so I watched, kick him off I watched Pence last night. Um, when he was being interviewed, and he was basically said most of the stuff that the CDC doctor said, and I thought that was kind well, of... He, well, I, wa- I think I watched the same interview you did. The interviewer said all the things that the CDC said, and then Mike Pence kind of hedged. Well, he said, some, he said a lot of stuff. Well, he was kind of like tempering it, and he kept referring back to Trump and saying, the president has a plan, the president's going to protect everybody. Well, he said the administration yeah, has a plan. Yeah, but it's like... He was he was staying away what from... What the fuck else is he? He's a vice president. He doesn't know shit. I know. They don't really know anything from no. what I understand. <laughs> no, they don't. They really don't. All right, well, we're, we're getting late I here. know, we're, we're... So I want to talk about these nuts. <laughs> That's a sentence I've always wanted to say. So... Not your nuts. We didn't... No, well, maybe. We didn't get a chance to really do our super Tuesday. We wanted, so what I wanted, to no, do we went was, off and people probably going to like this episode. Well, what I wanted to do is they heard nutty J loses fucking mind again. <laughs> Those are the best episodes, but what I wanted to do is put it out there and have people vote on their favorite fringe candidate. Maybe we can still do that. Um, yeah, I think we should, maybe we should just add D's nuts and uh, Mary Maxwell. In and the by the way, president uh, Bodie, is yes. blind. I didn't know. Yeah, that. he's blind. So we cool. talked about him uh, a couple uh, the last podcast a week and a half ago. No, that was pretty cool. And actually, seeing that clip of him, he looks he looks kind of normal. Actually, he, he doesn't look like the whack said, job we made him out to be. He said, "I, <laughs> I kind of feel bad now that right? I know he's a blind guy." <laughs> no, I don't feel bad about that. I think it's cool that he's a blind candidate. It kind of makes sense why his answers were so like rambling and, I mean, not that he probably dictated them. That's why. You know yeah. What I mean? So like when you dictate. It's it doesn't like you know this because how you text. I dictate all the time and, like, and it comes it, out stupid. It kind of comes out like his answers came out. Yeah, doesn't it? Um, but he said on that. He said I may. Oh, geez, hello, slamming my head off the microphone. He said I don't. I may not have twenty twenty vision, but I have a vision for twenty twenty. That was very cool. It's a good blind joke. Uh, yeah, I man. thought that was good cool. For man. Him. Just embrace the blindness. Yeah. All right, so D's nuts. <clears throat> D's nuts was uh, a candidate in. Uh, the two th- during the 2016 election cycle, his name was Brady Olson. Um, at the time, he was 17 or 16. I think he was 17, yeah. yeah. Um, he ran for office. He filed with the Federal Election Commission in late July 2015 as a 15-year-old, actually. Um, <clears throat> so he had a very, like, liberal position. Like, uh, he was all about, like, the Green Party and... And like you know, climate, uh, yeah, he was, climate change. He, he was, was pretty liberal. He was liberal, but he had some conservative uh, views as well. So he filed for office as, as with the name D's Nuts, D E E Z Nuts. Okay, <laughs> um, and he registered as an independent. So he was, was a third thing? party candidate. What was the other thing though? Like before, before these nuts. So what was the thing? Remember, it was a B. 
something begin with B. Oh, Bofa. Bofa. Bofa these nuts. Bofa these nuts. Yeah. Um, so they did find out. They didn't know who this guy was at first. It was anonymous, but they eventually tracked him down. He was a 15-year-old named Brady Olson of Wallingford, Iowa. He was a farm boy. Um, it started as a practical joke. But it was like he said it was kind of tongue in cheek, but it was half frustration with the front runners and half trying to break the two party system. Um, he endorsed Bernie Sanders. He's down here. What's his name? Oh my God! What is this? Beast mode. What is this? What is this? Captain Crunch. What? what? what stuff? Okay, we'll get to that. <laughs> there's too. There's so much information here. Um. So these are all fringe candidates. What the fuck is oh, joke candidates. Okay. Oh, that's okay. It was, right. it was a poll of joke candidates. All but, right. But here's what's most fascinating about Mr. Nuts, okay? He was in, well, just two things. He was actually endorsed by, you know, Warren G and Ice T? Yeah. They endorsed him because they were behind the original D's Nuts skit. So he actually had endorsements wow. from Ice T and Warren G. Um, he endorsed Bernie Sanders and John Kasich, which is an interesting one, too. I like John Kasich a lot, by the way. I like John. I, I thought I, listen, I was hoping he would win. I thought John Kasich. John was Kasich's a, my kind of guy. He was a great candidate. I love. See, that's what I am. I'm John Kasich. So why the fuck? Are you, he's a Republican. He's dude. a moderate. John Kasich wanted to have a split ticket with with Hickenlooper. No, he I, wanted to have a Democratic I know who Republican he is. ticket. He is one of the few true moderates in this country. John McCain was another one. I like John McCain. <clears throat> I know you soured on him toward the end of his life, but. If you look at his overall Wait a resume, minute. don't make it sound like. Well, you know, because he had a brain tumor, I hated the guy. That's not That's true. That's not what I meant. <laughs> um, but anyway, D's nuts. Listen to this, dude. In nationwide polls, it's amazing. Okay, in March of 2016, Hillary Clinton was garnering 42 percent of the vote. Donald Trump was garnering 37 percent. In D's nuts was at 10% That's unbelievable. of the national polling. So with a 3% margin of error in national polls, he was genuinely polling between 7 and 13%. All right, so I watched that whole thing. So didn't you. So didn't the rest of the world. Why wasn't this kid ever mentioned? Dude, during the... Well, they, well, he was on the news. We just watched the clips. Right, but I never saw it. I forgot all about it. It was on Inside Edition I in never, 2016. I never saw that. But in the during the North I Carolina... Think I would have voted for the kid, bro, man. <laughs> During the actual election in North Carolina, he got 9% of the vote. That's fucking ridiculous. In 2016, he got a 15-year-old candidate named D's Nuts got five, 9% of the vote that, in, in a state. That is incredible. And I love Imagine it Imagine him like so going much. to the Chinese leader and, and saying, uh, President D's Nuts. Bro, I got to tell you, man, that is um, a purely American phenomenon. It is. This is an, that is a purely American, like that can't happen anywhere else. Nope. This is the magic of the internet in America. Well, it's also, it's also America. So do you want to hear from these nuts? I think, yeah, we should actually play that clip, press right? That, press that green button, my friend. Or this one? No, other green button. Yeah. There's a new candidate gaining ground and his name is causing a big stir. First name is D's, 
Last name, Nuts. D's Nuts. D's Nuts. I love is Harry polling at 9%. Nuts. A North Carolina poll puts Trump in first with 40%, Hillary Clinton at 38%, and Mr. D's Nuts in third with 9% of the vote. We kid you not. <laughs> I'm Brady Olson. I'm 15, and I'm the presidential candidate known as D's Nuts. <laughs> yep, he's a 15-year-old wow. Iowa farm boy. Check out the form he used to register as a candidate. His name is really listed as D's nuts are you surprised this has gone this far when i filed it i was just like this will sound funny i also spoke with brady's wow. mom teresa Real so what do you think about the name he's chosen well actually from what i understand that was a name that his 12 year old his brother came hot, up with actually. the late night comics are having a field day with this presidential contender if there's one thing this country needs it is a president nuts <laughs> oh man so that was from Inside Edition. That was great. Back in 2016. Um, I don't know. I, I th- This shit fascinates me. And there's so many of them out there, but there's such there's no literature on these people. Like, no, and, and when you brought up some more of them, when we found him. Because well, WMUR in New Hampshire does the lesser known candidate debate every year. I was blown away. Years. And like they have a full, it's on CNBC. Like they actually air it, but you can't get any literature about these people. Right. Um, but we did find one other person. Yes, we did. Uh, <laughs> this sweet, sweet woman is named Mary Maxwell. Is she on here as Yeah, well? but let me give you a little primer on Mary Maxwell. Mary Maxwell is, is a fucking lunatic. She's uh, one of those crazies who think that 9-11, Sandy Hook, the Boston Marathon were staged. Um, I think you refer to false flag. Is that what they call that? Yeah. Yeah. So she's one of those. Those are the best people. She thinks that she wrote books on um, the deep state and how the Boston Marathon was an inside job. Uh, she also claims that she uh, wasn't she running for in Australia, Alabama when. So she was living in Australia when she right. applied to run as a senator from Alabama, Alabama before and she, she became a presidential candidate. And she only lived in Alabama one, one day. day. <laughs> yeah, because the, the law is that you have to live there for a day. What the she's fuck? actually and you'll hear this in the clip. She's from Concord, New Hampshire, and she has a Boston accent. Yeah. Um, and Actually, it's more like a Boston Blue Bud accent. She's got a little bit of a, uh, it's, it's kind of like, almost like I want to say like an English sound well, to it. it's like a New Hampshire accent. Um, but yeah, so this woman, um, just to give you, before we play the clip, let me, so we talked about Citizens Court, uh, Count, excuse me. Uh, they're the ones that kind of, they, they question the candidates and allow them to like, write their platform down and then they publish it and you can look it up. She claims to be a Republican too, which is actually hilarious. Yeah, so she, um she really kind of reused a lot of the same answers over and over again. Um, but she's definitely like a conspiracy theorist. Um, yeah. She talks about the Illuminati, I think. Is yeah. That... It's in the clip. She talks, yeah. it's kind of hard to follow because she, she just rambles. rambles on. Yeah. Um, but let me see. I had these all open and this fucking website closed it. Like a lot of these questions, this question should not even be asked. Should the federal government provide free tuition at public colleges? Her answer was this question should not even be asked. And she wrote that like 10 times. Look at this. Um, her answer to four consecutive questions about climate issues were, it should cease and desist geoengineering. So do you know what geoengineering is? Yes, I don't. Why it's would basically you? like the, the conspiracy theory that America and other countries <laughs> are purposely manipulating the atmosphere. Yes, my mother used to think that, you know. Yeah, like chemtrails. You know my mother used to say? What's that? She'd say, you know, if it was like snowing or like, she'd say... I'm telling you, 
They're playing with the weather. Oh, yeah. My mother's, I'm guarantee you my mother's. And I'd look too. at her and go, who? <laughs> so every single question about healthcare, her answer was, darned if I can see anything in Article 1, Section 8 that allows the feds to dictate healthcare. In any case, mass health industry is harmful to good medicine. Small is beautiful. That's her answer for every single one of these questions. Um, and then this one, bud. This is my. This is the best. Okay. This is where the crazy really starts to creep out. The question is: According to a 2019 poll, two thirds of U.S. adults say they have little or no confidence in federal government. What is your plan to restore confidence in the federal government? Okay. Simple question. Her answer: <clears throat> One, respect the comp- Constitution and privacy. All right. Privacy is a little weird, yeah. but yeah. Uh, two, celebrate honesty. Again, vague, but honesty is good. Three. This is great. And torture. <laughs> torture what? I don't know. Just torture in general. Uh, four, ask the citizens to contribute creative ideas. Five, disparage the Western... I- West... West... Westminsterization. All right. So I believe what this means is that she thinks that the that British, British. intelligence yeah. is actually running the That's, United States. Yeah, exactly. Uh, of the U.S. government. Five, crack down on child sex trafficking, which is a giant business. See my book, Reunion. Six, tell the truth as to what really happened on 9-11 and at the 2013 Boston Marathon. See my book, The Soul of Boston, which I kind of want to read. We should right. read it on the show. <laughs> Seven, Restore schools to teacher parental control and eight, prosecute traitors. I think see, she missed a few see things. See my book, here. Prosecution for Treason. <laughs> She's written quite a few oh, books. Oh, here's another one. Ready? Should the federal government increase funding for transportation infrastructure, such as road repair and highway expansion? At last, her answer, at last, intervention by Congress in an area for which Congress has a constitutional grant of power. Fair statement so far. But she decides to add this part and don't even dream of imposing 5G technology whose radiation is lethal to nature. So 78-year-old Mary Maxwell is an expert on 5G technology. Hey, she's written five books. Remember when Jill Stein said Wi-Fi caused cancer and Reddit lit her the fuck up? She said it during an AMA. Of all, You know what an AMA is? Yeah. Of all places... To say Wi-Fi causes cancer, you got to read. Have you ever read the transcript from that AMA? No. You should read it. It's uh, the second she said that, all bets were off. Man, people just let fucking loose on her. Really? Because that was it. Her credibility was gone the second she said well, that. She's a loon anyway. Fucking Wi-Fi causes. We'd all be dead. Who was the? Who was the? Um, who was the loon that ran um, in 2016? Oh, God, what was her name? I know Jill Stein had run, but who was the one Who was the, the one who said she was all about, like, um, she was a fucking Fruit Loop. She was all about, uh, she said, she said magic. The ma- oh, Marianne Williamson? Yeah. That was this year. Yeah, she was all about, like, psychic energy. And, oh, my God. And, and eating Apple Jacks. Yeah. In the bathtub. <laughs> um, One more answer, then we'll play the clip. Um. Should the federal government provide more funding to states to fight opioid addiction? Fine. Her answer, I hear the gateway drug to opioids is Ritalin. What? That's interesting. Which is foisted on children without parental consent. So apparently kids are just (laughs) getting prescriptions. As for student suicide, which wasn't part of the question, as for student suicide, why is he or she so sad? 
Why aren't we giving the young a beautiful life in America? What is what a plan, wow. boy? Why are you so sad? Don't do drugs. Why so serious? Why, why are you so sad? <laughs> Let me ask you a question. Why are you so sad? Do you Don't be sad anymore. We're not going to give you any more Ritalin. We're just going to go straight to heroin. You'll be happier. I, I, you know why? You know why opioids are a big problem in America? Because everyone's so damn sad. Why are you so sad? Cheer up. Stop doing opioids. Anyway, uh, give me that purple button. Tiff right. Mary. Is it the case that if a horde of, I'm going to say FBI men, come in and there's kill citizens, unprovoked, they kill citizens in your state. Stop the clip. Wow, she's never. Okay. <laughs> Just right off the bat here. I don't know about you, but I haven't seen hordes of FBI men just coming killing down the citizens. street killing citizens. That I, was that was what she opened yeah. with. Was that immediately she right off the bat her position? I would love to hang out with her. I want her on the show. Can we get her on the I show? I think she, she's an old woman. Would she do it? No. Come on. You'd end up liking her too much. I like her already because she's nuts. Yeah. <laughs> All right, hit it. Is it the case that if a horde of a horde. Say FBI men come in and there's kill citizens, unprovoked, they kill citizens in your state? While she's never been to Alabama before, Maxwell says she's ready to be Alabama's senator, having met the constitutional requirements that she's lived in the state for a day and she's over the age of 30. But Maxwell brings to the race some fresh ideas and perspectives, including her belief that 9-11 was an inside job and that the Boston governor should arrest the FBI. <laughs> can, um, can we just go to the clip? I have this little badge here, but I'm not a badge wearer. It says, the official story of 9-11 is a big lie. Well, I'm not a badge wearer, but... I want to give a review of books that have to do with mind control. Are we to believe stuff like that? Well, I believe this book sounds... Sounds believable. The federal building of mucho FBI involvement on the spot that day at the... I don't mean going in to rescue, you understand? While Maxwell's a newcomer to Alabama politics, she's not a political novice, having previously run for... Congress in New Hampshire. Of course. Are you me? Greetings, sovereign people of the United States. Mary Maxwell here, running yeah. for Congress. Just as all the other terrorist events are highly, uh, what is the word, staged and scripted. The Manchurian candidates, the Illuminati, prior government involvement. <laughs> Don't be worried about 9 11. Don't be worried that we did it. Are we done here? It's just her saying the, Stop it. It's just her saying like Illuminati, Da Vinci Code. Like she's just rambling she's, off she's all these nuts. fucking conspiracy. I love her though. By the way, that clip came you? from uh AL period, uh, which is Alabama on YouTube. It's like a independent Alabama based news didn't she production. Say, but so, didn't she also thank you. Yeah, thank you. But mm. didn't she also say like most terrorists are candidates of the Illuminati. Is that Illuminati, what? yeah. Yeah, the Illuminati. And she said that uh, most terrorist events in the United States are, uh, what's the word for it? Um, staged. Those are her exact wow. words. Um, Which right. again brings me back to the dude who died. What's his name? 
We talked about him last week, dude. Yeah, but what's I, his oh, name? Wait, I, I think I have his name. Hold on. It sounds like some of these candidates were followers of his. Oh, dude, they updated uh, the road here. They updated the roadcaster. You can have 24 clips now. Oh. Anyway. Fantastic. Uh, LaRouche <laughs> was his last name. Yes, the LaDouche. That's what yeah, we call him. Yeah, that's right. Um, there was another candidate you pulled up, and I know we're, we got to end this podcast because we've gone way over. Um, the dude who... Um, who the dead Kennedys? No, no, no. I remember he's a fucking idiot. With the other, the other dude, um, Vlad the Impaler. No, that you brought up tonight. He's, oh, he sounded oh, like a Ladouche oh, oh, follower. Oh, oh, uh, Lorenz Kraus. Yes, Mister so, Kraus. Quick, I couldn't find any clips on him, but again, this was another person who was uh, part of the WMUR lesser candidates debate about two months ago. Um, he believes that the United States should be divided into four separate countries in a crusade to break the control of the deep state, British agents, Rhodes scholars. In the Jews. You know what a Rhodes Scholar is, right? Refresh my memory. A Rhodes Scholar is someone who, uh, I don't know who gives the distinction, but it's like basically, it's like being a member of Mensa. If you're okay. a Rhodes Scholar, okay. yeah, you're yeah. like, you've achieved great academic things. That's and, really bizarre. And, uh, I mean, that's, to name all of them and then throw Rhodes Scholars in there, that's kind of fucked up. We should run for president. I think the two of us should run for president. Uh, who would be the Who would be the president? Who would be the running mate? Well, we'd be a we'd be a dual team. We'd be we'd be making dual decisions decisions, and we would have a running so we're like mate. a package deal. Yeah. So we're like Gene Penningtony. <laughs> Gene Penningtony. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. That works. And we, oh, dude, we have to like like act like conjoined twins, like on stump. And we should see. We should see if we could get. We could like uh, wear one big sweater. We should see if we get Vermin there to uh, be our running mate. Yeah. Oh my God. Penningtony and Supreme in Supreme 2024. Yeah. All Let's right. do it. Let's do it. All right. Oh, um, so I think what we're going to do, would you guys vote for us? <laughs> yeah. Let us know in the comments. Um, we no, could, you know, do we, we could totally argue about like foreign policy together. We could debate and we'd be one president. Yeah. We'd be a, we'd, we'd be the, the most bipartisan ticket ever. It'd be fucking rocking. Um, <laughs> we'd also get in trouble immediately because of this podcast. Although there's no rules anymore. <laughs> no, fuck it. Um, so I think what I'm going to do, we're going to put a poll out there. So we have the candidates from last week, Vermin Supreme, LaRouche, Body. No, we can't do LaRouche because he's dead. He's dead. All right. And he's Bo a douche. President Body, Bodie. Mr. Bodie, yeah. Uh, Vermin Supreme, uh, James McMillan, the rent is too damn high. Vlad the Impaler, uh, Jello from Dead Kennedys. Is, uh, is uh, D's Nuts... D's nuts. Is he running yep. this year too? Yes, he is. Okay, cool. D's nuts and uh, Mary Maxwell. Yes, and we're gonna uh, we're gonna pit them all against each other. Is is Mister Kraus running? I don't see. It's so hard to find information about him that I don't think it's fair. Okay, all right. but we're gonna put out. So I'll put out some stuff on on our Instagram page uh, where you can find information about our Super Tuesday candidates. And I think part three of this. It might not be next week. We might need a few weeks to gather the data. Yeah. But within the next few weeks, like at some point during the primary cycle, we'll announce the winner or the winners of our uh, lesser known candidate belligerence 2020 primary election. Uh, real quick. Uh, we one should more. try to get the winner on the show. That would rule. Like we did. We went through this process and, and you won. And we want you to come give us a, a speech. Yeah. A victory speech. They don't even have to come on the show. They could just, just call in. Call in. Just you yeah. won something own it well they can we have any more belligerence t-shirts 
I can get some. We could just have them win a T-shirt. Well, no, we'll make them a trophy. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. Oh, my God. All right, you got anything else? Uh, one more thing. Um, who won tonight? Does anybody know? Are they it's too still early be, to say. Still counting? Uh, last I checked, Biden had won the southern states, Virginia, North Carolina, <clears throat> um, Alabama. Uh, California and Texas are still undecided. Wow. Okay. So Biden had a good day. It looks like Biden has won Oklahoma, Arkansas, Alabama, Tennessee, North Carolina, Virginia, Minnesota, Massachusetts. Um, wow. Biden won Massachusetts. Yeah. I figured as much. I know it was supposed to come out of Sanders versus Warren. Yeah. That was an upset. Really? Um, Bernie won Vermont, obviously Colorado and Utah. Um, California and Texas in Maine are yet to be decided. Um, California and Texas will swing this whole thing. You think so? Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, that, that'll, that'll be what swings it. Cause I mean that th- those two States combined account for 40% of all delegates. So it could be Sanders. Uh, it's going to come whoever wins California and Texas right now. They're neck and neck. Interesting. Scary. Warren had a terrible night. I mean, yeah, she did. She had, ter- she has to drop out. She has 15 delegates. Bloomberg had a better night. Bloomberg now has more delegates than she does. And he bought them. He pretty much. <laughs> he won American Samoa. Such a fucking Klobuchar, piece of shit. Uh, not Klobuchar, uh, Gabbard got her one delegate. She won a delegate in really? Samoa. Really? Yeah. Oh, good. Well, she's Hawaiian. She is. Yeah. They all, you know, the Polynesians tend to. And Al Pacino is in a new TV hey. series. His first TV series. Really? Yeah. Never did one oh, before. Oh, I saw that. I saw the clip. Yeah, it's it's a, called The Hunters. Hunters. Yeah. yeah. It looks kind of cool. I think he should run for president. So real quick before we go here, I want to see the Massachusetts result. Wow, Biden, dude. Warren came in third. Well, yeah, they said she was losing Massachusetts. Look at this. So Biden won 33% of the vote. Uh, Sanders came in second with 26.8. And Warren came in third in her home state. That's crazy to me, man. Chelsea's still there. 0.7% of the vote. Um, So... Every projection I saw, every poll I saw from Massachusetts was a 50-50 race between Sanders and Warren with Biden trailing way behind. Yeah, the thing about polling is just... It's, but then again, I think Buttigieg and Klobuchar dropping out changed things. Yeah, and, and, and backing Biden. Biden. So a lot of those supporters went to him. Well, anyway, I don't mind if it's Biden. He's fine. And mostly Democrats, I mean, they, they're not going to go with Bernie. Well, Warren won like... She won Somerville, and she won Stowe, and then a couple of random shit towns, Pelham and Goshen. The fuck is And that's it. Those are the only four towns in this state that the the senator from Massachusetts won four towns. That's sad. Somerville was her biggest win. Boston, she came in third. That's That's crazy, man. That's sad, man. How did Revere do? Sanders. Interesting. Wow. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Well, all right. Uh, that's all we got tonight. I hope you enjoy this uh, very belligerent episode of belligerence. <laughs> I didn't mean to piss you off, man. You know, I love you. No, I know. I, and I, and I, I love and respect you as well. And um, you know what they always say? What do they say, bud? Fuck off. Oh, yeah.